Welcome in, welcome in week five edition of the cash process. I'm your host, Ben Austin. We are here to give our first look at the week five NFL DFS main slate over on DraftKings. Uh, hopefully you guys had a good week four. Um, week four was my best week overall in terms of cash games. Uh, I, I, I did a stream on Saturday night. So if you guys aren't up with all of my content, um, I do this video. I do a, a survivor pool video. Both those come out here on the YouTube channel and, and go on iTunes and, and all that stuff. Uh, and then typically on the weekend, I will do a stream on Saturday night here on the YouTube channel for an hour or so talking about my updated thoughts on things. Um, my article, which goes over how I plan to build uh, my three max entry contest lineups comes out on Friday. And then we have the last minute stream on Sunday morning at 11. So I did a stream on Saturday night last week, and I kind of talked about how it was such a weird slate uh, relative to what we're used to in the NFL. In the NFL, um, we definitely get some last minute injury news sometimes, but typically we have an idea like maybe this guy will miss or maybe he'll be in. Uh, this week it was kind of like out of the blue, like with the Deshaun Watson stuff late in the week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I felt pr pretty good on Thursday, Friday that he like wasn't going to play, but I thought that the Raiders would just cop out and play Brian Hoyer and that wouldn't really affect things too much other than affecting Devontae Adams' ownership. But um, it did affect things because they went with the rookie Aiden O'Connell, who was 4K on DraftKings. And then, you know, just the entire slate kind of changed overnight on Saturday night. And that normally doesn't happen in the NFL. So um, I said on Saturday night that I didn't think I would like the slate if we got that news that O'Connell was going to be the starting quarterback because I felt that it was just going to completely break the slate with, with a mid-price quarterback. But um, I think that when we get late news like that really late in the week overnight on Saturday night, I think that it really favors the people that are putting in the work and really tuned into this stuff. So I don't think it's a coincidence that I had my best week in cash games of the season on a week like that with overnight news on Saturday, because as you guys know, I'm constantly researching this. It's basically my full-time job. Uh, this and and on the betting side of things. So, um, yeah, we, I had a great week. Hopefully, that was a long-winded way of saying I had my best week of the season. So, hopefully, you guys did uh, good as well. Um, I didn't have a great tournament week. It, it was really, really unfortunate, man. If you read my article, I was on the Devin A. Chain, Stefan Diggs mini stack. I loved it. Um, so, I had that in a good number of my builds. Um, I had an A.J. Brown one-off in a lineup. And uh, still, I, I couldn't couldn't put anything together and uh, get a good finish in tournaments, man. Um, still chasing that. Still feel like it's coming. I, I feel like I'm getting tuned in. Like I was all over the HN uh, stuff. If you guys watched the streams over the weekend last week, I told you guys I really liked Devin HN last week, and uh, that worked out. But uh, still, still chasing that big tournament week this week uh, this season. But cash games is my best week. Um, if you guys want to know what my lineup was. Um, this is, this is going to be a long intro. So apologies guys. If, if you don't care as much about the, uh, the review stuff, you know, you can fast forward through this, but, uh, I ended up playing Steph Diggs in, in cash games. And I think that it was a mistake 
that more people didn't play him. Um, I think that it was pretty clear once we got that Aiden O'Connell news that you could put Aiden O'Connell in. You could obviously with Eli Mitchell out, you were playing Christian McCaffrey and you were playing Kyron Williams. So you already had your quarterback and two running back slots locked in. Um, put in a cheap tight end, put in a cheap defense. I thought it was pretty clear you were going to spend up for two receivers. And one of those was going to be Keenan Allen and the other was going to be Devonta Adams. Now, once we got the Aiden O'Connell news, I did not want to stack Aiden O'Connell with Devonta Adams in cash games. That's too much risk, in my opinion, not knowing how Aiden O'Connell would look. So if he came out and played really bad, you know, that's going to tank your lineup because that probably means Devonta Adams is going to uh, not have a great game as well. So once it became clear that it was going to be Keenan Allen and a different receiver, I felt that most people were going to be playing Jamar Chase because of how he projected and the um, expected pass funnel spot against the Tennessee Titans defense. But I just think it was flat out a bad decision to play him over Steph Diggs. So I was pretty shocked at uh, what I got Stefan Diggs ownership at in cash games. I mean, highest total of the week, expected shootout, Bills, Dolphins, uh, potential spot where he could just really pop off with how the uh, Dolphins scheme their defense under Vic Fangio. And uh, like I said, best game environment of the week, like higher total than the Bengals Titans game. Um, his quarterback isn't hurt like Joe Burrow. So I just thought it was thin to go with chase in cash over Steph Diggs. So I, I feel like we made the right decision there and we were rewarded with our, our best uh, score in, in cash games of the season. I think my, Cash game lineup scored like over 180 on DraftKings. So it was a really good week. With that being said, we are on to week five. Uh, it is a smaller, once again, 10 game slate here. Um, we have some bye weeks setting in. We have a London game, which takes the uh, Bills and the Jaguars off the main slate, two teams that typically uh, we like to, to target in our DFS contest. So, uh, pretty weird slate, I would say, with, with only 10 games. Starting off at the quarterback position. Um, I've spent down more at quarterback this year than I than I have in uh, in past seasons. Like last year and the year before, I felt like we really were just kind of jamming Hurts, jamming Lamar every week. This, this year, like with some of the stuff that's been going on, we have saved a little bit. Um, I don't think the saving options at quarterback this week are as strong as they have been in recent weeks, barring some... Saturday night injury news like like we got last week. So uh, at the top, we have Patrick Mahomes against the Vikings. This is like the only good game of the week, I would say. Uh, let me pull up the uh, – I don't feel like opening another tab. So let me pull up this Vegas odds. Um, all right. So in terms of uh, totals here, the Chiefs-Vikings – I mean, Dolphins Giants is at 49 and a half, and that's because um, of how crazy good the, the Dolphins offense is. I mean, if you guys watch that, that my first bad read of the season, betting wise, came on Monday night when I liked the Giants. I mean, that was uh, a bad week, bad end to what was a good week. I mean, just uh, just a disgraceful performance. But uh, 49 and a half over under there, uh, mainly given because the uh, Dolphins have a 30 point team total. Uh, you have a decent total here at 50 and a half uh, between the Eagles and the Rams. I think that Eagles Rams game could be pretty fun. Uh, and then we have a 53 total between the Chiefs and the Vikings. So obviously one of the best games of the week here in the dome. Mahomes at 8,200. Not going to be a cash game option for me. 
But uh, great, obviously, tournament play. Um, you know, people are definitely going to be stacking this game. But uh, I don't see how you click Mahomes over Hurts or Lamar uh, or Anthony Richardson. So uh, with that, moving on, Hurts against the Rams, completely fine. Um, feels like we haven't gotten, like, a nuclear game from Jalen Hurts yet this season. Could it come uh, against the Rams this week? Maybe. I mean, if you guys take a look at what Anthony Richardson did against the same team last week, went for 30 DraftKings points. Uh, Jalen Hurts has not hit 30 DraftKings points one time this season. I was altering between the two on the screen, if you guys are watching the video. but uh, And look what Anthony Richardson did running the ball, 10 carries, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, feels like Jalen Hurts has been pretty automatic for a rushing touchdown. I mean, he didn't get one this past week. Uh, but he had three in his prior two games coming into that. If they get to the one-yard line, like they're going to run the tush-push every single time with how good they are. So I uh, feel like it's a great spot for Jalen Hurts, but we haven't gotten that nuclear performance. Like we haven't got a 30 DK point game from him yet. Um, he got it through the air last week with 319 passing yards and two passing touchdowns, only 34 yards on the ground. Definitely think we could see a big game out of Jalen Hurts here at 8K. Lamar had a monster game against a really good Cleveland defense last week. Um, he's coming off back-to-back -back big games, 32 and 29 DK points. Like I said, that game against Cleveland's defense, very, very impressive. Um, so I think you can consider him even against uh, the Steelers on the road. I mean, the Steelers just got chopped up by uh, C.J. Stroud. So Hurts and Lamar look really good. And then Anthony Richardson, my boy, um, 7K, I, I think he's firmly in play for me in cash games probably my favorite choice as of right now it is a division game against tennessee it's obviously going to be a lower total than either of hertz or like mahomes or someone like that uh kirk cousins at 6900 obviously is in a great game but uh, i don't care i mean the guy is running the ball and just he runs so he's so fast um he's throwing the ball better than we anticipated i mean he didn't really wasn't really efficient throwing the ball uh, against the Rams, only a 44% completion percentage, but still hit that 200-yard mark, got there with two passing touchdowns. Uh, feel really, really good about just Anthony Richardson moving forward for, for DFS, for fantasy, season long, uh, all that good stuff. So Anthony Richardson, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, uh, Lamar third of those three. And those are the three guys that I'll be mainly considering uh, for my cash game lineup, uh, some people might want to play Cousins because I'm sure he's going to project well in this expected shootout against the Chiefs. But uh, no way can you consider him at 6,900 when Anthony Richardson is at 7K. I think you just pretty clearly play uh, AR there for your cash games. Moving on down, uh, CJ Stroud I've been very, very impressed with. Um, like I said, at 6K, I think I'd rather just find that $1,000 to get up to Anthony Richardson. But uh, it is worth mentioning how well – he has been playing Daniel Jones uh, against the Miami Dolphins has been just terrible. He does have a 34 DK point game against Arizona. Uh, their offensive line just looked so bad. I, I don't know how you could, could trust that even in a, a, ma a massive total game there. Russell Wilson at home against the Jets was a popular pick last week. And his game against the Bears will be passing on him for cash games this week. Like I said, as you can see, moving on down here, Stafford, Derek Carr, um, Josh Dobbs, Kenny Pickett probably will miss this game. So we're going to get Mitch Trubisky at 5K. Um, 
against Baltimore. Not not something I love. Desmond Ritter's horrible. I told you guys this in the summer. People wanted to bet on the Falcons to like win the NFC and stuff. And I'm like, do, do you guys know who's playing quarterback for them? I mean, the, the guy is – I'm willing to say Desmond Ritter is, is worse than Zach Wilson. I, I'll go out on, on a limb and say that. If I was starting a team right now, uh, I would take Zach Wilson over Desmond Ritter uh, personally. So just just terrible, 4,900. Ryan Tannehill also 4,900. Uh, just funny to see some of these guys. Uh, below 5K. The one guy I will bring up is Zach Wilson, who finally put it together against Kansas City Chiefs. 28 for 39, 245 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. And now he gets the uh, course field of this season, which has been the Denver Broncos defense. I mean, absolutely horrible. They get 70 points dropped on them by the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Then they go on the road to Chicago. And Justin Fields, who quite literally was I, I think the Bears were at a point where if he started out poorly in the first like three quarters of that game, I think they would have just benched him and, and went to the second half. I'm not saying they would have benched him moving forward, but in that game against the Broncos, I think there was actual risk of him getting benched. And I mean, he just absolutely cooked Denver um, through the air. So Zach Wilson at 4,900, if you want to spend down in your cash game lineup and jam studs, it's egregious, but that's probably who I would consider. But uh, me personally, probably just be clicking Anthony Richardson and moving on. Moving on to the running back position. I'm assuming Saquon Barkley will probably be able to get active for this game. So uh, he's our most expensive running back option at 8,100. Then we have uh, B. John Robinson there at 77. Derrick Henry at 75. Not sure what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. We can wait and see because that would affect Zach Moss. Um, don't think he's going to play, but uh, I saw he was he was like back at practice on Wednesday. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what goes on with that news throughout the week. Uh, and then we drop down Kyron Williams, David Montgomery, Joe Mixon, et cetera, et cetera. So once again, I, I've come on these videos and I've talked to you guys about how uh, people want to save money at running back. We're spending less at running back than we ever have before in our DFS lineups, uh, specifically in cash games. And that's once again, be the case this week. I mean, look at this, the most expensive guys, 8,100. We don't even know if he's going to play. If he doesn't, the most expensive options, 7,700. And there were times a few years ago, we were spending 10 K on two, two running back spots, 10 K each on Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. So it's pretty crazy how, Things have changed. Um, CMC not being on the slate, obviously, is a big uh, effect of that as well. So where I'm looking at in cash games starting out, Kyron Williams, we'll see what happens with him. Um, apparently suffered a bruised hip, whatever, whatever. If he's good to go, I mean, he still had an insane role. Obviously a tough matchup there against Philly, and the Rams offensive line has not impressed me through the first few weeks. I think it's particularly a tough matchup for them in the trenches. So that's not something I typically want to buy into at a ceiling price tag of 6700 But 25 attempts again, uh, two touchdowns, got close looks. It's worth mentioning he's going to project pretty well again, I think. But uh, 6700 I think, is getting to the limit of where I would consider maybe not playing him. Uh, both David Montgomery and Joe Mixon are interesting. M Montgomery, I mean, obviously that monster game on, on Thursday night against the Packers, but uh, – you know, he's going to be a home favorite here against Carolina. 6,600, not out of the question, but uh, Alvin Kamara is the winner for me in the 66K uh, tier. 6,300, 
against New England in in New England isn't great, but I mean, can we look at this here? 14 tar- 13 catches on 14 targets. The man got 13 DraftKings points last week just off of his catches. Uh, and I think that a lot of that had to do with the fact that Derek Carr should not have been playing in that football game. He could not throw the ball down the field. He took one deep shot to Chris Olave and underthrew him by like three yards. Uh, the guy shouldn't have been playing. So I, I, I'm assuming since he played last week, he's going to play again this week. But I don't think he should be playing right now. He's clearly not healthy with that shoulder injury. Alvin Kamara was receiving a ton of checkdowns from him due to that. And if Derek Carr's in, I think we're going to see more of the same this week. Uh, this is like rookie year Najee Harris with old Ben Roethlisberger type usage here from these catches. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to catch 13 balls again, but uh, if Derek Carr is starting at quarterback with his injured shoulder, we're going to have to play Alvin Kamara at 6,300. After Kamara, we have both the Dolphins guys. Mostert and uh, A-Chan. You guys know I'm a big A-Chan fan. Uh, only got eight attempts last week, but when you're averaging – 12 and a half a pop. It doesn't matter that you only get eight attempts. Uh, mixed in with five targets, uh, had a couple touchdowns. Guy's absolutely electric. I don't know if I can consider him in cash games yet, but uh, it's going to be another week. Obviously, it's not going to be as good a, as last week because he really was super low on last week. Um, people will definitely be playing him more this week, but uh, definitely want to consider A-Chan again. Like I said, Zach Moss at 5,800. People have kind of shied off uh, of targeting running backs against Tennessee, but I do think he will project well enough. People will consider him, assuming Jonathan Taylor isn't good to go. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, I'm really curious to see what happens with his ownership. He's coming off his best game of the season, 27.8 DraftKings points, 20 attempts, 115 yards, broke off a long touchdown, um, has shown a decent little pass catching for Like If he's getting two, three catches a game, um, I think you're pretty happy with that. Um, if you guys read my season-long article prior to the season, you know I was very high on Pacheco coming into the season. I have him on all my seasonal teams. Super high over-under against a bad defense in Minnesota. If you guys think back to how Minnesota has been playing this season, they've been blitzing a lot and running a lot of just super, super light boxes. They don't want to get beat with big plays. Um, that's how they played Philadelphia. And, I mean – I'm assuming that's how they're going to play against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? I mean, I know that the the, uh, the pass-catching options for the Chiefs aren't as quite as good as A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, but if Brian Flores didn't want Jalen Hurts to throw all over him, I'm assuming he's not going to want Patrick Mahomes to throw all over him. So I think it's going to be a lot of Mahomes having to take the short, uh, over-the-middle stuff, um, short looks, and a lot of Isaiah Pacheco. So at 5,700... Not typically the type of running back that I would say we play in a cash game lineup the last few years, but uh, Isaiah Pacheco, 5,700, looks really good to me. And even if he's chalky, um, I think he's a really strong play, and I'm going to strongly consider playing him this week. Madison, I guess, is kind of interesting. He still has this really good role as well, even with Cam Akers active. Still got 17 attempts. But, uh, like, I think straight up Madison Pacheco, same price, like, Isaiah Pacheco is on the better offense and is a better running back than Alexander Madison. So uh, I would just take Pacheco. Obviously, there's more risk because the Chiefs can run out CEH or Jarek McKinnon or something like that. But, I mean, they've shown the willingness. Like, it seems to me like it's pretty clear Isaiah Pacheco is the guy uh, on early down work, and he's been getting those two to three catches a game. So Pacheco, for me, looks really, really strong here in the mid-tier. 
Uh, Miles Sanders has been projecting well the last few weeks. He actually got out-touched by um, Chuba Hubbard last week. Um, I think that that mainly is due to his injury situation. He was nursing that. Uh, I think it was a groin. Yeah, groin last week. Uh, we'll see, you know, once the injury report stuff comes out later this week, what's going on there. But assuming he's good to go, he will pop as a popular play. Matt Breida will pop as a popular play if Saquon Barkley's out. A pretty good role for him uh, without Barkley. So even though I have no confidence in the Giants offense as a whole, uh, specifically their offensive line, uh, in a super high over-under uh, against Miami, I would definitely consider Matt Breida at, at 5,200, assuming Saquon Barkley is out. Uh, and then moving on down, I, I guess if Javante Williams was, were to miss, people would be playing McLaughlin, but it kind of sounds like Javante is going to be good to go for this game. But uh, McLaughlin's had a, a small role anyways. So won't be a cash game option if if uh, Javante's in, but if he were out, McLaughlin, I think people would definitely be interested in at 5K. Don't really love any of these guys below 5K, so that pretty much does it for me at the running back spot. Um, personally, I could see myself starting out with Richardson at running uh, quarterback, Alvin Kamara and Pacheco at uh, running back. I don't want to skip to, like I don't want to just start talking about tight ends, but let's just for the sake of this, since I'm building this on the screen here, let's put a cheap tight end in, put a cheap defense in, and uh, what does that leave us with? That gives us around 63 per position, assuming we could find a really cheap receiver, which I already know we can. That would probably allow me to get Justin Jefferson to correlate with Pacheco. Um, Jefferson looks like just a smash play this week. Once again. I mean, look, look at this. Look at this. We'll segue this to receiver because, I again, I don't know how you don't play Justin Jefferson this week. We've talked about how great he is at home in Minnesota. We've talked about how specifically a lot of his touchdowns come at home in Minnesota, although he put that narrative to rest last week when he scored two TDs on the road in Carolina. But uh, look at this guy's – I don't want a game log watch, but since I have it on the screen here, uh, the guy has no less than nine targets in any game this season, and that was a low point last week. Prior to that, it was 12, 13, and 13. His DraftKings points in those games, 27, 28.9, 30.9, 26.5. Um, yeah, how do we not play Justin Jefferson? Correlating with Isaiah Pacheco, it's perfect. He's 9,400. He's going uh, to go in my cash game lineup. He's going to go in my cash game lineup. That's just what it is. Um, Tyreek Hill is a great play after him at 9K as well. No issues with Tyreek Hill, but uh, definitely lean Jefferson in cash. Tyreek, fine in tournaments. Uh, Cooper Cup, I don't know. I mean, kind of sounded like maybe he could come back this week. So that would affect things uh, with the uh, other Rams guys. Puka Nakua is up to 7,700. But, uh, man, has he been good. I mean, 24, 33, 34 DK points in three of his four games, low point being a 12.4 game against the Bengals, where he still caught five of seven targets for 72 yards. Um, super good play. So this is how I'm breaking down receiver. Jefferson, pretty much a lock in cash for me at this point. Um, he will be going in my lineup. I'll be overexposed to him this week. Smash bot for Jefferson. Tyreek, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, these guys are fine tournament plays, but Jefferson's the cash play. Uh, Puka Nakua and Amon Ra St. Brown are both cash plays for me. Amon Ra's been very consistent as well, 19, 18, 22, and 16. And he only has two touchdowns on the season. So, um, I mean, I still think a multi-touchdown game is, is in the range of outcomes for 
for Amon Ross St. Brown. So uh, he'll be in my cash pool if you want to try and do a, a double spend up at receiver, which I do think will be in play this week uh, once again. Like I said, Nakua, his role is unbelievable. So he's definitely in play for cash for me. A lot of tournament plays in the middle here. Now, if T. Higgins were to miss, um, that would definitely change things when it comes to Jamar Chase. I think that would push more ownership to Chase. Uh, and maybe I would consider him over a Nakua or a St. Brown for my cash lineup. But uh, that'll be contingent on if T. Higgins misses and kind of the rest of my research throughout the uh, rest of the week. So moving on down, Garrett Wilson at 6K, six out to me. I, I think he's a, a good option. Um, you know, he's still kind of been getting there, even with bad quarterback play from Zach Wilson. Has double-digit DK points in three of his four games, the outlier being a 9.8 DK point game. So basically hit 10-plus in every single game. And a lot of that has just been floor-level performances because of how Zach Wilson has been playing. I mean, in week one, he still got there with that insane touchdown catch, had 14 DK points. Uh, week two, broke off a long touchdown to get you to 16, and then had a floor game against New England, and then a big game against uh, Kansas City on 14 targets. And the Jets' offense did look a little bit better in that game. Um, I talked about them going to the course field of DFS this season, which is the horrible Denver defense. So Garrett Wilson at 6K definitely intrigues me. DeAndre Hopkins, if Traylon Burks is out again, intrigues me here. Uh, would correlate a little bit with Anthony Richardson on the other side at quarterback, assuming you have him. Um, he also was just missed on a long touchdown last week, so he could have had a really big game. Um, he could have had 17, 18 DraftKings points. Uh, the Houston guys are, are in play for me. Uh, Tank Dell, people won't want to play him off of that stinker last week, but uh, I think Tank Dell's fine. I think Nico Collins is fine in the mid-tier for, for cash builds along with Wilson. Um, I think Adam Thielen is in play again for cash games, even with how bad Bryce Young has been. With Bryce Young at quarterback, had a 7 for 54 in a touchdown game and a 7 for 76 game. Um, and then obviously with Dalton at quarterback, had an 11 for 145 in one game. So Adam Thielen has been the focal point of this Panthers offense. Should be a decent little environment there against Detroit, who's banged up in the secondary uh, 5,100, not high enough price for Adam Thielen. So once again, he will check into my cash game pool. Tyler Boyd at 4,500 will be a very, very chalky play if uh, T. Higgins is out. So I actually, I, I think people would want to play Chase if T. Higgins is out. But the more I think about it, uh, Tyler Boyd at 4,500 would just where people go. So for cash, Tyler Boyd is a chalky name to remember should T. Higgins miss. Um, and then I don't really love any of these other guys for cash builds, except for one guy. And let's take a look at this. I think he's min-priced. 3K. Uh, because the pricing came out prior to Monday Night Football. And it's my boy, Wandale Robinson. 3K on DraftKings. His snaps have gone up in each of his two games this season. Um, he's pretty much iced Paris Campbell uh, playing operating a lot in the slot for the New York Giants. Stone men against Miami in a 50 over under caught five of six balls for 40 yards. Like that doesn't get you excited, but for cash games at min price, you talking about someone getting you nine DraftKings points. That feels really good. He also, I think was open for a touchdown late in that game when Daniel Jones pick six. Um, so I'll mention that out there, but uh, Wandell Robinson will be going in my cash game lineup this week along with Jefferson. I'm, I'm sure he'll be really chalky. I haven't really looked at projection stuff yet, but uh, I don't know how people don't play him at 3K. So 
This is like a tentative shell cash line up here. I built on the screen for you. Richardson, Kamara, Pacheco, Wandel, Jefferson, cheap tight end, cheap D. That gives you 6,500 for two spots. So it's going to be easy to get another spend up receiver. Um, there's no Tony Pollard, no CMC. So I don't really want to spend up at running back. So it'll be a four receiver week for me. I think, um, you know, if I put in like Thielen, like I can just easily get whoever I want. So I think uh, with 10 games, you know, ownership's going to be more condensed. I think it's going to be a chalkier week again. Um, which has made it difficult to play double ups with how chalk it's been the last few years. But, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens by the time we get to the weekend. Well, it's already 28 minutes and this is a longer episode. Apologies guys. If you like the uh, shorter episodes, moving on to tight end, thank God the DraftKings did not do what FanDuel did with making Travis Kelsey, like some absurd price 87, 89, cause it's his number. And Taylor Swift's birth year. I, I don't even know like what to do with that. So thankfully, DraftKings didn't do that. Travis Kelsey, fine play. Not going to be in play for cash for me. Although maybe it will be like I guess since there's no CMC, no Pollard. If you wanted to play Kelsey instead of a Chase, St. Brown person like that, I think you could do that. I guess. Um, so we'll put him in the maybe cash tier. Uh, skipping all these mid tier guys, saving them for tournaments. Moving on down, uh, Chigakonkwo. Again, super frustrating, but uh, if Traylon Burks is out at 3,200, I'd have no problems clicking his name. Tyler Conklin, weirdly, has been heavily involved. Five and six, six targets in two of his last three, five in the other one. Uh, good match against Denver, so I guess you maybe consider some uh, some Conklin. Durham Smythe got banged up in this game against Denver. That's why he had one target and one catch. Uh, was back to four for four for 41. I mean, eight. DraftKings points for my tight end. That's 3K. Seems pretty good. And it's a obviously um pretty attractive matchup there. The uh Giants defense cannot tackle. Actually, so the more I think about it, oh, maybe I should be more, maybe I should be trying to get Jefferson and Tyreek in this lineup because I, I don't know. I need to look it up. I'll look it up and I'll write about it in my article, but I, I would guarantee that the Giants have to be one of the worst teams in football in yak allowed. I mean, the team can't tackle. And I think it's a trend. I have a theory. If you guys remember back to those Wink Martindale Ravens teams, they were very bad in terms of yak allowed, very bad at tackling. I don't know if this is like a Wink Martindale thing or what, but his defenses can never tackle. The Giants are like one of the worst tackling teams I've ever seen. So maybe I should just be, maybe we should just be playing Tyreek and Waddle because they're just going to feast in terms of yak in this matchup, they, they can't tackle. They're not going to be able to tackle these guys. They're not going to be able to tackle A-Chan. They're not going to be able to tackle Tyree. They're not going to be able to tackle Waddle. You know, just stack up the Dolphins in tournaments again. It's going to be just another Dolphins double week for me. Anyways, sorry for getting off on a tangent there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Picking one of these cheap guys, Juwan Johnson. I mean, if he's out, I mean, I don't even know what they have because Foster Moreau's out. I mean, are we, are we going to go with, are we going to go with Jimmy Graham? No, we can't, we can't play Jimmy Graham. We can't. Um, all right. So one of these cheap guys, uh, I think Chig, if Traylon's out, looks really good. Uh, I think Conklin looks pretty good. Uh, if Irv Smith is out again, you could just go back to Tanner Hudson and hope he falls into the end zone. I think that's completely fine. I think Durham Smythe's fine. Uh, even Granson, I think, is fine. Pretty clear we want to save here once again. 
Although I will also note, I wonder, so I wonder what Pittsburgh's going to do here because if he's out, um, they've mainly used him as a blocker, but Pittsburgh has Darnell Washington, who if you guys don't watch college football, Darnell Washington, uh, one catch for 10 yards last week. Darnell Washington is an absolute freak of nature, an absolute freak of nature. So, you know, he mainly has been used as like an extra lineman at times. If he's actually going to run routes, I need to look up his uh, amount of routes he ran last week once Fryermuth went down. If he's going to run routes, Darnell Washington at min price definitely could uh, could get me going a little bit for cash because uh, I, I don't care. I'll, I'll play a min price tight end in cash all week. So uh, I'll update my thoughts on that in my article later this week. Finishing off at defense, I mean, we don't need many takes here. Uh, you know, Steelers at home. Actually, I don't really want to go against Lamar. So uh, I guess like, you know, Titans against Anthony Richardson's fine. He will turn the ball over, throw picks, fumble, etc. cetera. Um, Patriots at home against Derek Carr, who quite literally couldn't throw the ball last week. Would definitely be fine. Any of these cheap teams are fine. Overall, thank you guys for watching. A little bit of a longer video this week, so drop a like if you made it this far on YouTube. It really helps us out. Let me know in the comments how you did last week. Let me know in the comments um, who you like this week, and I hope you guys win this week. I, I'm feeling pretty good with my process, feeling pretty dialed in. I think it's going to be another big week for my content, my core plays, um, people that tail me and, and our viewers and stuff. So I think it's going to be another good week in uh, week five. Good luck, and uh, I'll see you guys next week.